0: We realize how much we gain when we give. This is Rabbi Yitzchok Price with another episode of Tackless Talks, growth-oriented, partial-related Torah podcasts. Sorry if there's a little bit of background noise. I am sitting in the parking lot of the American Dream Mall outside of the, the Meadowlands um, in uh, Rutherford, New Jersey. Thankfully here for a beautiful wedding last night. I have to head shortly to the airport. We have a little downtime. My wife is getting to see what the American Dream Mall is all about, and I'm getting to spend some time sharing this podcast with you. And we're up to the Parsha of Mishpatim, but this Shabbos as well is known as the Parsha of the reading of Shekalim. Shekalim, the description of the collection of the half-shekel coin that all of Israel will contribute toward the temple service. That was collected this time of year. We're about to hit the month of Adar, the last month of the Jewish calendar, and the collection was done in anticipation of the beginning of the Jewish calendar year, which starts in Nisan, the beginning of our national year as a people, unlike the Rosh Hashanah in the fall, but our national new beginning with the Pesach experience, leaving Egypt, becoming the people of Israel, and that's happening in Nisan. In anticipation of that, the month of Adar, there would have been the collection of the half-coin. In anticipation of that, In reflection of that, we are reading about that this Shabbos, and as such, a thought related to the concept of that collection. Collection means everybody's contributing. We are all giving toward that collection, and in the process of giving toward that collection, we are all becoming connected to the temple service, the service that provides connectivity with God, brings down spiritual blessing, and... We're becoming bonded with each other. Nobody could give more or less than the half shekel coin so that we're all recognizing the degree to which we are absolutely dependent upon each other, the interdependency of all of Israel, a concept referred to as the arvus, the connectivity, and the, again, the interdependency of all of Israel. The idea of giving and giving to help provide that somebody out myself, outside of myself, has something that he or she were previously lacking and I am filling that void can have us start feeling very good about ourselves. Hey, you know, I'm the one who came to bat, I provided that need. Interestingly over here, nobody could give an excess of the half shekel coin, reminding ourselves that as much as I may feel I have the capacity to resolve other people's needs, I don't have the capacity to resolve all needs. I can't do it all myself. And in fact, I cannot even complete myself by myself. There are elements of that connectivity that I desperately need because no one Jewish person alive today can do all 613 mitzvahs. No one Jewish person alive in any point of Jewish history could do all 613 mitzvahs by themselves. Some mitzvahs, relevant to men, some to women, some to Kohen, some to non-Kohen, some only to the king, some only to somebody who's not the king. And as such, we need to be part of the entire team, really the entire organism of Am Yisrael, of Klal Yisrael, to have that perfection a fulfillment of all of the Torah, of all of the mitzvahs. And we bond with all of Israel through elements like this, like that shared collection and through the mitzvahs that we do, the various things that we do that interface with others and the giving that connects us with the other and the degree to which we bond with each other through creating community and through creating a sense of the fact that we all need each other and we all respond to each other's needs and I need you to be responding to my needs as well. Tzedakah. Today we're not contributing toward the temple campaign. There is still a custom on or just before Purim, to be giving half-shekel coins that will go to Tstaka to reflect on that idea. But Tstaka is something that's not limited to the week that we read the Parsha of Shkallim. It is a good trigger reminding us of the potency of our giving and, and the degree to which our giving connects us with others and the degree to which our giving makes us more whole and a good time to reflect on what Tzedakah does in the the phraseology of the verse in Proverbs in Mishlei. actually two verses in, in Mishlei reflect on stakka Tatzil mimavas, on stakka saving from death. Not only does it save the person who's desperately poor, perhaps starving, not only does it save the person who does not have access to medical resources and we help provide them, not only does it save the person who is otherwise in a situation where... They cannot endure. They cannot survive. And we give them the capacity to continue. But it really provides the giver with the capacity to survive and to thrive. The Thalman points out that the giving of the half shekel coin, the machatzis, that half shekel, machatzis has the letter tzadi in its center. Tzadi, reflective of the idea of goodness, righteousness, like tzadik, and tzedakah, Tsadi is the central letter of Machatzis. The external letters, the outermost letters, are the word, letters Mem and Taf, which spell Death. Tsadi is at the center. Death is on the outside. The letters between the Tzadi and those letters that represent Death are the letters of Chai, the Cheson and the Yud. The Chai between the Tzadi and the mace the Tzedakah creates that there will now be Chai, which is the buffer against Death. Stucka provides the giver of the tzedakah, the spiritual merit, to be a barrier against some type of potential decree of death. The Talmud and Baba Basra are commenting on these verses about tzedakah saving from death, points to examples where, in the merit of tzedakah, a heavenly death sentence was reversed, and the tzedakah came to bat to provide somebody with that real sense of vitality. It's not simply when it's, quote unquote, all or nothing. You know, There's a death penalty and it saves that, which again, we don't know what's happening in heaven, don't see and don't know how that works. But so often we see how an act of kindness comes back to provide the giver of that kindness with some form of blessing. Now the person who was the recipient at some point later on is in position to help the individual Who provided? Uh, Only recently, I was um, aware of a a story that took place in um, Soviet uh, Russia, where there was a decree that um, was going to basically incarcerate and and send the rabbi of the community off to Siberia. The rabbi, his family, and his students—he didn't even know about this. He didn't know that had been such a decree until a he was called into the um, the KGB officer, they used to call it the uh, NKVD, and he was called into one of their offices, and he comes in, and by definition, being called into their office was always a matter of intense concern. He's called into the office, and the um, this officer brings him to a private room and tells him, sit down. Not telling him, sit down, that was stunning. But sit down means... You don't have it in for me. You're respecting me as a person. That's pretty rare. And he says, I need to tell you, I'm a Jew. Now, there are plenty of Jews who are totally bought in to the communist dream and were Stalin's right-hand men, but I'm a Jew. And I do my job, but I also value you. And I want to protect you. I have been protecting you. For six months, I've been protecting you. Been a decree against you, and I've managed to kind of keep getting it um, tabled, but I'm not going to be able to continue. They're starting to notice, and I'm able to continue, and I'm basically tipping off. Get yourself, get your family, get your students out of here as fast as possible. Why had he been protecting him? It wasn't simply because he's a Jew. Unfortunately, that alone doesn't seem to have been the factor that would have motivated him. They described that his mother, as a widow was in a desperate situation once and that this particular rabbi about hearing her plea wanted to help her out had no resources no cash to provide her and he really understood how desperate her situation was and he gave her his expensive pocket watch his only pocket watch his only real asset of great value and that pocket watch helped sustain that widow and her children of whom one of those children was this officer now for a significant block of time, helped her get herself back on her feet. And that act of tzedakah was that which had provided this rabbi and his family protection and this tip right now to give them the capacity to escape what otherwise would have been life or less than life in Siberia. Tzedakah tzatzelimavis <laughs> that tzedakah saints from death. Tzedakah keeps the words of death pushed aside while chai is more central. And just thinking about it over here as I'm between this wedding and my flight, the wedding was a good good friend of mine who's blessed with marrying off one of his children. His own marriage, now, a bunch of decades ago, um, was facilitated by an act of giving on his part. He was traveling with someone and they they heard that someone that had some level of connectivity with, not close with particularly, but someone who was sitting shiva, someone who was in a state of mourning because of a loved one, and they felt that their presence would be appreciated, that their popping in would be appreciated. It was somewhat awkward in the dynamics of that, not for right now, but based on past experiences with this person, they felt that overall it would be appreciated. It was a little bit of a hassle in terms of having to reroute their Tripled a little bit and changed our schedule, but he decided, you know what, if it's going to help lighten somebody else's load at this time of their distress, let me make that shiva visit. He did so, and in the process, met the person who introduced him to his wife. So his act of giving, came back to help him big time, and thankfully, he's developed a beautiful family. One of, one of those children getting married here last night, which brought me to this uh, location here in New Jersey. So our giving is always an act through which there is a gain. Clearly there's a gain by the recipient, there's a gain whether it's the institution, whether it's the person that's on the receiving end, but we can't begin to estimate the value by which we gain through the process of our giving. shkalim in that context, very small act of giving the half shekel, as we read the parts being in tune to that message of the fact that it's incumbent upon us to give at least the minimum when we can, but to be in the mindset of being attentive to the fact that we're part of a bigger organism called Kla Yisrael, and we should be attentive to the needs of all other parts of the organism, and when we help secure those needs, we ultimately are made more secure, we're made more whole, and we become the type of people who will be far more likely achieve our